Good afternoon. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it just went like that. <laughs> oh, so, so how are you? How are you? Oh, that's a good question. You know, it's um, it's been an interesting week. You know, it's it it it's felt. I mean, to be honest, it's felt a little bit like a roller coaster. You know, really? and 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 one that you know, at least when you're in an amusement park and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go on the roller coaster ride, and you have to wait usually in line for a uh -huh. while, so you're prepping yourself for the fact that you chosen to get on the roller coaster, right? Gotcha. You know, this has been one of those where I'm like, I'm great. And then, oh my gosh, where did this come? And, oh, I'm great again. <laughs> Maybe that's more schizophrenic than it's, it's feeling, it's feeling the times, man. I'm like, mm. I think mm. it's coming from a lot of the conversations I'm having. I can really, I'm coming into a place where I can really feel people, you really? know, when I talk to them. Wow. Wow. And it's, it's kind of, it's funny. I'll, I, I had this happen the other day. It was like, people are going to be like, what is this conversation about today? Uh -huh. <laughs> but I had this conversation the other day with a client and he was, he was just like, Oh man, I, you know, I, I'm feeling this knot in my stomach, like stuff that's going on. I really need to talk about this because it's physically showing up as a knot. Uh -huh. And I, and I was like, wow. wow, that's crazy. And he's like, what? And I said, just before I got on the call, all of a sudden I had this knot in my stomach. And I couldn't figure out where it came from because, I mean, I was good. Like, it, there was nothing that was obvious to me. I'm like, maybe I'm hungry. Like, no, I'm not hungry. Yeah. I'm like, now I know where that knot's coming from. So it's that kind of thing. Wow. So it, yeah, it's been wow. really interesting. I'm like, is this mine? Is this not mine? What am I you supposed know? to do with it? Like, am I just supposed to be in empathy and compassion? Is that I'm supposed to feel? Like, literally, when we say to people, like, yeah, man, I feel you. you Correct. Know? Correct. <laughs> it's, it's been a figure, figure you know, of speech, but... Yeah, like it's it's been a week of kind of feel, like feeling on a different level. Wow, wow. So mine, mine, my my two weeks. So we got a, a COVID nineteen hit. A couple of hits. Mm. Uh, a friend of ours who was a friend of the family passed away in New York. Um, John Edinger, great, excellent trumpet player, really nice guy. Uh, passed away, uh, heard about a friend, a couple friends, you know, brothers. Uh, mom passed away in New York also, I think, um, Frederick and Jojo Robinson, and there are a couple others, right? And I, and it finally hit home for me. And when it finally hit home for me, as in, you know, every, not saying all the people who passed away were, were, I wasn't, I wasn't, there's something, this thing tells me the live video has ended. So why would it do that? Uh, just mm -hmm. hold one second, let me redo this. Okay. It's always, I don't know why it did that. Last week I did the same thing. It, it, it paused for a while and then it, it stopped rather and then I had to restart it. Um, but we'll just jump on from where we stopped and we will, um, let's see here, um, go live. Um, so, please, 
you know, Murphy always comes to put his hand in it, but we, we must be resilient. That's right. That's right. Conversations on Okay, I'm going now. <laughs> uh, so, so let's see when it starts up. <laughs> I'm having that it's live on this end. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so here we. Okay, so um, so we're left off at <laughs> we left at, we left off we left off at um, where it got real for you. It got real for me, right? And and in in this process, we are we are. Okay, you're sharing that. Excellent, excellent. Uh, in this process, we are. <laughs> we it finally hit, and we're just looking at each other. My wife and I, and our kids met him. He met him before, and it's not fear, but it's more more. Uh, we have faith. We will follow the the regiment, right? Going outside, you know, masking, um, limiting going outside, right? Social distancing when we're walking around here, but uh, it's 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 it became it became real. So I liken this with there was a time during the war in in Liberia where we heard. So it was 1990. We heard about oh, there's there's fighting. And so there are multiple counties in the country and north, 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 yeah, the northern part, Nimba, was the county. And we heard um, fighting's there and school was ongoing. Um, and we, we kept on, we stayed in school, but we would hear, see the news, but it wasn't real to us until <laughs> um, the, 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 Freedom fighters, rebels um, came into the town, into the city, and then school stopped. School stopped. Um, what we knew as normal from that period till today, I would say, changed us. And it was how this thing hit me when we heard about the deaths. Like, wow, this thing is real, you know. But not not trying to be a Debbie Downer here on this one. But you know, just 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 how the week has been. But then there has been other pluses, right? The pluses have been, I'm, I'm talking with clients, uh, I'm talking with individuals, but, and just, and what you said about feeling, feeling people, something, some, I mean, the supernatural, I, I, I believe in the supernatural. <laughs> I believe. They say it's like, we can't make this 
stuff up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I believe that you feeling the knot. I'm talking to someone and they were talking and then boom, you know, the Holy Spirit jumps in and I say, hey, we're supposed to be talking about bum, 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 and bum. And he goes, you know, just yesterday, my, 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 my partner told me, da, da, da. And I was like, well, and it's been over and over and over again in the past few weeks, right? Um, but um, Tracy, it's, I think I did a Debbie Downer here. I think I lowered the energy in this place. You know what I hear? I mean, because when you were coming up with the language to put on for us to go live, you said raw. And I don't think there is, I mean, yes, we can make it about high vibe, low vibe, whatever. But to me, it's being raw and real is being where you're at in the moment and embracing that. You know, if we, when we give it a story, that's when it takes on the meaning, right? And so what if we just said, this is where I'm at and this is what I'm sharing. And, And again, there's a difference between sharing for factual information, like this is, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. and and sharing where we're looking we have expectations on a reaction you know because some people have learned to share negative things because it gets them attention right gotcha. some people have learned to like push away negative because they don't know what to do with that mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 reactive but it's it could be expectations around okay i don't want to talk about that or i expect somebody to oh i'm so sorry to hear that kind of thing uh-huh. but you know this is this is this is what we're here to do we're here to we're here to talk about real. And I think I'm hoping that it's to allow people to know that, you know, I don't think, I don't think there's any right. I was saying to somebody the other day, I don't think there's any right way to do this thing that we're all doing. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. what we get to do is honor where we're at. I mean, because I'll tell you, you know, with all the stuff that's coming up, you know, somebody was saying, I feel like the rug just got ripped out under from under us. I said, yeah, and not only that, but when the rug got ripped, it showed all the stuff that had been stuck under the rug, (laughs) you know, so not only was our security and our day-to-day, you know, kind of the conceptual understanding of, like, I can rely on things being a certain way got ripped away, but then what it did was it unsurfaced, you know, all of the stuff that had been shoved under the rug, and so we're dealing with that collectively, we're dealing with that personally. But I think one of the beautiful things I heard from you too, when things are coming up, it really shows us how much we're united. I mean, we're, we, you know, when we can feel one another, when, mm. when things come in and we're just kind of following our, our instincts and saying, God, I don't know why. Yeah. I trust that in my client sessions. I'm like, I'm supposed to say this and I trust that I'm supposed to say it. Correct. You know, I don't need to understand why I'm supposed to say it, but it's coming through. So I'm going to let it come out of my mouth. Those, like you, you shared, those are some of the most real moments, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not thinking with our, knock my glass off, we're not thinking with our heads. We're not like, oh, what do I need to say to this person? What expectations do they have? What expectations do I have as a coach trying to fix their issue or whatever? Correct. No, that's not what we're here for. We're here to literally be with one another. And being with one another does not have a script, hopefully. So, so you know, you know we, we're always deciphering each other's um, words in a way so we go what i heard was but i have a i have a friend who's a conflict resolution specialist Mm -hmm. and most conflict comes from communication issues and what we're doing here is what she says is the, the best way when you're communicating to 
to say, so is this what you're saying? Da da da, right? And then I say, yes, that's what I'm saying. So we're all level setting as we move on in the conversation. Um, you know, I, I wrote I wrote something on Facebook the other day. It should be coming up uh, on. Well, I don't know why you came with the with the with the rug pulled out from under you, um, a metaphor. But again, I go back to. And I think I, I have a feeling where this conversation is going. This conversation is about um, understanding where we are, boom, but then using things from our past that will empower us, make us strong to go through what we're going through right now. And, and, and at first I said the war, and now I'm going to say talk about the war again. So we're sitting now. So my parents had a trunk, <laughs> a trunk in the house with China and, you know, the percolator only came out when guests came out, right? So they would come and take the, 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 the China and then put it out and da da da. da. And we would go in and look at them like, oh, wow, when are we going to use these forks? When are we going to use it? So we will use them. But when the war came, so that trunk was maybe about, four feet wide by two feet high and maybe three feet deep, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there was no way, no way when those rebels came, there was no way that we could pick up that trunk with the TVs, with the basketball, with the clothes. There was, because there was one man, one. You had to take what you needed and that was it. And if I remember the only thing that we took was our lives, <laughs> right? And that's the only that's the only thing we have. And the fact that you're watching, the fact that we are people are watching you and I are conversating here. Uh, yeah, tissue, you know, tissue really isn't it? Um, um, the 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 Russian for milk, etc. I, I feel humans are so inherently good that. If I'm sitting here and I see someone passing on the road and need something, <laughs> I want to open my door and throw it. Like, hey, have that and close it back, right? I mean, just teasing about social distancing. But they, 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 what, what I, I know for sure is as long as we have life, and I would sit with my brother and we would sit and hold hands and, and we'll look at each other and go, we're not going to die. We're going to live in this war. And this is amidst ambushes and, and bullets passing through and us hunkering down to, 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 um, to, to, to what you call it, to, you know, laying low rather. So bullets will pass over us, live bullets, um, Tracy. But the only thing that we had was life and hope and just hoping and, and hoping. So what I'm, what I'm saying is as we're going through this and even those who have lost their their loved ones in this time <laughs> understand that we will we will keep their memories alive right we will keep their memories alive but more so you have life and you have it more abundantly and it's time for you to live it you know it adds another adds another um, booster to push us off um, i'm going to punt back to you on this uh, tracy 
That's so beautiful. I mean, this is the second time you've shared it with me and you shared it in a different contextual space. And so I get even more feeling about that experience that you had. And I think you're absolutely right. It's an amazing analogy. My daughter read the book, A Long Walk to Water. And so a lot of what you share about your time there reminds me so much of that book because she was so touched by it. She told me about it. So I read it and I, I was touched by it. I, I oftentimes recommend it to clients because, you know, we, we are very blessed. We are, we have so much. And I think what we're really being tested to is, is, you know, people have said this before is prioritizing, you know, Mm. now that we have, I mean, I've heard so many stories about people reawakening their relationships with their family, you know, because they're now together all the time. (laughs) And, you know, they're being both forced to communicate effectively where maybe they use distractions before and now there's no distractions. Can't go out to dinner or out with other friends. Like you got to (laughs) really deal with this stuff, but also the good stuff, you know, we didn't have time for maybe, or we weren't making time. I I don't like using that. We didn't have time because we've always had time. We just chosen to use our time for other things. And now that those other things are being kind of in a way stripped from us right those options are being taken off off you know I believe is so much for us you know take those distractions away and then you can see what matters because you think I mean you know everybody's talking about like when we get back to normal and a lot of people are saying there's there's it's not going to be the same and I agree with that I think when we get to wherever we're going we're going to look back and 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 I was saying this to a girlfriend yesterday we're going to look back and go why were we doing that? (laughs) Why were we not making time for what, like we thought that was living. We thought that was success. We thought that was connection. Like, wow, were we asleep? You know, I I just, I feel it. Like, I just feel like as much as we're going through this, you know, it's, it's being used agnosium, but this birthing cycle, right? This transformation, this, this, this shift, right? This Mm -hmm. uh, to another way it means that those things have to go away because if they didn't, we would continue to focus on them. Mm. And so, you know, by you having your literally life and and limb, you know, in, in the balance, you got real clear, real fast about what you wanted. Correct. Correct. And I think that's what's happening with, with a lot of us. I mean, if we're embracing that, I mean, everybody, obviously everybody's in their different space and how they're handling this. And like I said, there's no right or wrong to it. Um, but I think in general, if we look at this collectively, you know, there are people who are still operating pretty, you know, coherently on this planet who lived through World War II. Mm. And so it's not like our, our people, you know, the, the, the human beings have not been through hardship before. Correct. Um, and I was sharing something from, uh, an email that Tony Robbins wrote a couple of weeks ago in my recent blog. And he's like, we've been, we've been here before and we'll be here again. Mm -hmm. And when we make it about the catastrophe and when we make it again, when we make it about the story, we might be missing the lesson. Oh, oh, you know, I, 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 so many points to jump off on. I, everybody's going through most people are going through the identical thing right now this this pandemic but let's 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 take our the spectrum of life right and look at 
it's not a pandemic that all of us go through, but we go through life-changing things every day. From the time you're born till the time you die, you're going through a pandemic that you have to navigate, right? So we've all navigated pandemics. I'm using that word loosely because I'm defining pandemic in this particular um, discussion now, this portion of our discussion as anything that has been a turmoil that has been under your skin that has caused you to stop hit you in your tracks and you're like, like, this is what it's doing to us. It's stopping us in our tracks. We are pivoting. We're doing something different than what we did before. That happens to us every single day, every single day. And once, and, 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 and things die in that process. A lot of things die in that process. There's the death of self, there's the death of uh, materialism, your attachment to materialism, there's the death of people who you thought were going to be on your, were supposed to be on your side, they aren't on your side, or it's not their place to go with you to this next level. So there are deaths, but right now there are real deaths. But what I'm saying is the same way that we go through these various pandemics in our lives, these turmoils, and we come out scarred, and the scar represents for me like now my scar of war, <laughs> when I look at that scar and I see this pandemic, I go, okay, lessons learned from there was life first, ensure that others around you were, were taken care of, find something to eat, survival, boom. Now, Tracy, I tell you, you would, I, you, <laughs> with the human spirit, <laughs> so hard to kill this spirit it is so hard to kill it because there are certain things you will eat <laughs> there are certain places you i remember oh i don't even want to remember this my mom dad and my brother were walking and as we're walking night hits us we have we, we stop don't know where we're sleeping someone opens the door for us Hey, how you doing? So in Liberia, um, someone knows someone, you know, six degrees of separation, right? And they say, oh, you can sleep here. We have a room out back. So like, thank you. Tracy, we get in the room, the candle's on, everything is pristine. We're looking. So my mom, all four of us get in a... <laughs> We get on a, a it's a, it's a full-size bed and we do sideways, right? We do sideways. At about 12, I go and I, and I feel something. And then my, my, my dad, I hear my dad, I hear my mom, I hear my brother. And we're like, what's that? And all over our skin. So we said, put, put the candle on, put the light on. And we open it, bed bugs. Oh, and I mean, when we turn the lights on, the sheets were white, right? At that time, the sheets were <laughs> polka dots, just pop, 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 pop. And we looked at it, and my dad looks at us and says, um, so there are two things we can do right now. We can shake it and put it, put, put the sheet back over, 
and we can go to bed because we have a bed or else we'll be laid on the floor and we don't know the ground where we'll be crawling on the ground. So we have to change our mindsets. Is this bed okay? Yeah, that is okay. <laughs> it's good. And guess what? We went to sleep. So the things that we do in these times, the human spirit, trust in the human spirit. I trust it. I trust it. Hey, back at you. You know, I just, it's so funny. I mean, I keep thinking about the long walk to water. There's a part in there. He's talking about how they get attacked by um, mosquitoes. You know, they, they end up finding this place, but then as soon as they're like, why is everybody going in and locking their doors and putting, you know, and they're outside. And, you know, as soon as, as, as the, you know, moon starts to come up and the, all of a sudden all the mosquitoes, I mean, and they're just, you know, the next day they're just covered top to bottom. Um, and it's, it, it, you know, that's the piece. I mean, you and I talked about the experience I had in Switzerland, you know, mm -hmm. where I was kind of given this life, I mean, literally life or death you know, moment of, okay, what am I going to do? And you're right. The spirit doesn't, you know, doesn't, the spirit doesn't die. Let's just put it that way. Um, Correct. Correct. You know, it's the, the human body eventually does. Um, but if we can tap into that spirit aspect of ourselves mm. and realize this is a, an adventure, like this life is really meant to be an adventure. And if we chose comfort zone, you know, okay, it's comfortable, but as they say, no growth happens there. And we lose that adventuresome experience, right? So in really, in so many ways, we're being gifted with this. I'm going to use opportunity because I do think it's an opportunity. Is it a, a challenging one? Of course it is. Is it a painful one? Yes. You know, we can choose to be in pain or to be suffering. You know, pain is real. Pain Correct. comes. And, and a lot of people are actually in pain right now. Correct. You know, it's Correct. whether we continue to tell that story or the worry that we have that that storyline of our neighbor who's lost a life in their family or something might become ours. Mm -hmm. Right. That's suffering. Right. That's when we, you know, take that either if we had a pain wound and we take the second arrow. I love the Buddhist tradition story around pain and suffering. You know, we take that second arrow and we shove it into the wound that was created by the first arrow, which is pain over and over and over again. That's a choice. Mm. You know, we don't, mm. we need to stop and realize that to sit there and watch the news and to worry about what's going to happen when we don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but a couple of days ago, we had a tornado that touched down 15 minutes from where we live. Wow. And it was on the ground for about 20 minutes. And it, it was early in the morning. It was about 6 a.m. And okay. my husband had, had been hearing the alarms going off on the on the um, phones. So he had gotten up and had been watching and monitoring to see kind of where it is and was it going coming our direction or um, and waiting to wake the rest of us up, uh -huh. you know, in case we needed to get to shelter. Right. And it ended up going in the opposite direction, but it was heading straight for Hillsborough. And just before it hit city limits, it dispersed. But if for people who are like, oh my God, they're going to die. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Even if we see something heading straight for something, mm. we keeping that I don't know mind is so important right now. No matter what we're hearing in the news, no matter what, you know, we're hearing from one another, no matter what's going on, the end of the day until that, that, that thing actually happens, we don't know. So to sit there and have suffering over it, 
Right. You know, of, 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 oh, I'm going to lose everything or, oh, this or, oh, that or, oh, you know, what's going to happen if we can't go back to work in the next month or I don't know what's going to happen, you right. know? And so what if we keep that? I mean, it, I, I think this is where faith comes into Like, I believe this is for us. I don't believe this is being done to us. And so if that, if that's what I believe, then I also get to hold this, then it's going to turn out well. Does that mean we're not mm. going to have some loss or death of things? No, that's not what that means. We yeah. will, you know, right. and, and that will be our own lesson, right? Whatever we lose mm -hmm. in this and there's, mm -hmm. we've already all lost something, mm -hmm. you know, we've lost our freedoms to be able to go out and live how we used to. I mean, we've, we've all lost something, you know, to what degree we lose things is, is really, I believe the decision our soul made to have certain life experiences mm. you know? and then collectively what we do with those experiences and whether we embrace them or whether we resist them right? And if they say what re we resist persists, then in that resistance, we're going to continue to form more and more of the same thing that we're resisting against. Mm, mm, mm. So, you know, I love how, I mean, people say, well, yeah, what else are you going to do? When I tell people the story of like stealing that van so I can get myself and my stuff to a safer place and then, you know, bringing it back at dawn and, you know, jumping on the next train out of town. I mean, they're like, God, it sounds like a made from TV movie. I mean, right. well, what else was I going to do? You know, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to just sit there um, and freeze because Did, if I didn't put action to it. I know what would have happened. There you go. So you didn't panic. That's right. You did not panic. I was about to ask you. So in that process of, of, of uh, fear of flight or, you know, things coming at you, you didn't panic and you, you made those decisions and you know what? I, Come on, give, take five minutes and tell the story about, you want to set it up? <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> then whole just story set it up, set it up. And then it could, because these stories, when we're talking here, next, the next two weeks when we come and talk, there will be a piece of the story coming in because that's who we are. The story will forever have those things in it. Um, you talk about faith. You know, we're coming back to your story, please. But you talk about faith. I remember a bunch of my, my family, my cousins, we were in our parents, our, our father's hometown called Crozerville, right? So it's roughly about 20, 30 miles outside of Monrovia. But it's, it's considered outside, it's countryside, right? Mm -hmm. And we are expecting, we hear the we're about to be infiltrated again by, by um, rebel forces. My dad, my uncles, they're sitting there and they say, well, we died, we, we were born here, so we will die here. Sounds like, okay. So I looked at them and all my, my cousins my age were sitting around and I looked at them and I said, ah, okay, okay, I get it. And I'm like, what? I said, so where we were born, that's where we die. So we weren't born here. I said, I know I wasn't born in this town. I was born on that side. Peace, daddy. You guys can take care. I'm leaving. But here's the story. A bunch of us said, okay, yeah, we're leaving since we, since we weren't born here. So, you know, a bunch of rebels we were. <laughs> My cousins, we said, we know we're going, we, we were going to, to the other part of town to stay. So roughly about a mile or two, right? We start to walk. 
as we're walking, we're laughing and talking. This is us prior every night, you know, morning, even during the day we pray, you know, Father God, you know, direct us. And I, I didn't have a relationship with God to, <laughs> to, 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 at that time to say, you know, I knew him or anything, but I was praying, right? Uh, and I have faith in him. We walked through in the darkness, Tracy, got to where we were supposed to be going. The next morning, we're all traveling now. The caravan is moving now through town. As we're passing, a couple of the guys with guns come up to us like, hey. So we're like, yeah. Says, you, you, you. He pinpointed each and every one of us who left the house that night and went through because we passed through the bush. He said, you guys passed right through our ambush. And we were looking at y'all laughing because you guys were laughing, going, ha, ha, ha. And we were set. We were told to just, nobody should pass through there because we don't trust anybody. But we didn't shoot you. And we looked at the guy and we're like, it didn't hit me until a couple, maybe a couple weeks, years, even today I'm replaying this story. God is taking care of you even when you, you don't even know, right? And I'm walking, we're walking through there. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. We're, not, we're not low, we're high laughing, nah, 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 nah. acting crazy. And there we go, faith and providence taking care of us. Other people were shot you know, in, in ambushes. I wasn't lucky, I was blessed, right? Mm -hmm. So let's come back now. I'm sure this Swiss story has something to do with faith in the face of, 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 of fear or in the face of something that was just going down. So set it up for us, please. Well, I, first of all, I love that story. I mean, like who wouldn't? Um, it, it made me think of the time too that I've had a quick other story because it, it's totally like that, is that okay. we were in this place of joyful living, right? When we allow ourselves to have joy, even at a time, I mean, the reason you left was to be, you know, find yourself in a in a safer place, right? Mm -hmm. you, you chose to go somewhere where you felt you would be safer, Correct. right? And so, you know, that was a choice of action. And then, but the way in which you tr you 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 traveled from where you were leaving to where you were going was in joy, right? It wasn't in a state of oh God, I hope we get there, mm -hmm. you know? Oh geez, you know, like what if, you know, type of thing. You you all were joyfully living. Correct. And when I was pregnant, there was this one, so there's a woman named Lynn Grabhorn, and she did this video, this, this audio that, that I would listen to over and over and over again. It's all good vibe kind of stuff. And I remember I would, because I had a commute, uh, I was staying, this is before I actually was pregnant enough where I started living in the, the town that I was, was teaching in. Okay. Um, but I had a commute of about an hour and a half both ways. So three hours all together in a day. So, you know, I'd listen to this, mm -hmm. this, this audio. And I remember one time I'm, you know, listening and of course you're not really always paying attention when you're really in it and you're feeling the vibe, kind of like you, you know, in your family. And, and I, sure, I was going faster than, well, I was, I was going faster than I was supposed to. And I was coming off of this, this, and it was so weird because it was in this kind of, you know, when you're, it's almost that wake sleep state where you're kind of aware, but you're not really aware. Uh -huh. So I'm coming off this and, and apparently I'm driving and I get this vision of this police officer 
coming up next to me and trying to get my attention, but I'm so in this zone. So there's part of me that was aware of this, but the, the biggest part of me was tapped into what I'm listening and feeling the vibe and all this stuff. And finally, I just see him veer off and I'm driving and it took me, I don't know, maybe five minutes down the road before I'm like, was he trying to pull me over? Was he trying to get my attention? But I'm just smiling and going like this. is like, I can't pull her over. She's having way too much fun. I get you. And I thought, did I really? Was it? Because I'm pretty sure that's what I sensed over there, saw over there out of the periphery of my habit. Oh, wow. Man, no, I was just focused on living, oh. living a joyful life in that moment. And yeah, I was, so that's what I thought of when you're telling that story. I mean, it's, you know. Wow. It's real. Mm, it's real. Mm, mm, mm. It's real stuff. So we can find those moments in this transition through the hard stuff, right? True, true. To have joyful living, whether it's go outside and listen to the birds or, you know, tap into our, our children or our other loved ones, or just simply take a look around at all we do have. Mm. Because even if there's things we don't have anymore, there's that there that many more things we do have still, you know, into into utilizing. You're talking about the trunk and how you know you wouldn't use that stuff. And then, well, what use is it when you can't take it with you? So it's it's like they talk about you know the the, the nice undergarments that people don't wear except for special like like wear them, folks. Wear them. Use that stuff because we don't know how long we're going to be able to do it. What's the point in having stuff we don't use? So so guess what? From 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 that experience. As soon as I purchase something, boom, I put it on. <laughs> and my wife goes, whoa, I say, hey, you haven't been where I've been. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to use it well. Because guess what? Somebody else is going to use it for you. Uh, That's right. But I, I tell you, I tell you, but I like how you, gosh, you know, it's so, something I've been through completely different context you've been through it completely completely different context nobody is 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 inoculated nobody has the 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 medicine that will alleviate them going through issues here on earth right and I think it comes to that that conversation we hear, you know, glass, oops, that disappeared in cup. Um, glass <laughs> half is a zoom, man. Let's go. Bzz. I love it. And then, and then check yeah, it out, check it out, it. check it out. Suddenly we're all magicians <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> but you know, it's it's is is the glass half full or you know, half empty. Uh, I I always see it. Half full and going up. Yesterday we had a conversation. I had a conversation with I think Sarah Madras. Yeah, and we started our conversation with, "What are two words? What are two words you're feeling right now?" Because she got on the call, a Zoom call, and I was looking like this um, at my other screen, and it looked as if I was doing, you know, just down. Just says, "Whoa, what's going on?" I'm like. Nothing. I'm good. I'm just waiting for you. And I turned my screen to this side to know. And she goes, uh, two words. And I told her abundant and full. And I said, no, I want to add a third one. Blessed. Right? Blessed. I. What are your two words? My two words? 
putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Love it. Um, aware and reverent. Ooh, you got a, something to, you, you, you have a background in language, do you? <laughs> Linguistics. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so explain that for us, please. Yeah, explain so, you know, I was having, actually speaking of Sarah, I was their recent guest that they, you know, well, their, the podcast they just Correct. put out for girls who, who do stuff. Girls who do stuff, Jenny Meachley and Sarah Madras. Oh, uh, they have the, oh man, they are, they're Crazy. good, they're good. They're, 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 yeah, they're, that was so much fun. We had a great time, <laughs> you know, and, and they had a, you know, lightning round. They have the lightning round at the end and where they're just like, hey, we're going to ask you questions that you're not prepared to answer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, like <laughs> and one of them, like it was the last one, actually, we were talking about, you know, what would you, what would you tell your younger self now, right? If you could go back as who you are now and give some advice to your younger self, when would you, you know, at what age would you go back to and what would you say? And as we were talking, this beautiful thing came out around, because Sarah, you know, we, I mean, um, Jenny, you know how Jenny is, you know, Jenny's, Jenny's straight, you know, she's a straight shooter. And she's like, yeah, you, you present as a person who is constantly reading the room. Like you, you know, like you're just, you know, and, and I'm like, you know, that I've been told that, like, when do you turn off? When do you, you know, and I'm like, what, what do you, what are you talking about? Like, this is, this is me. Like I'm being me. Like just be yourself. I am being myself, you know? And what it suddenly in an instant occurred to me is, yeah, it's hard because most people, again, that rug analogy, most people spend so much time trying to hide things, you know, hiding mm. the things that they don't think are, they don't think the story they're telling themselves, they don't think are good enough about them from mm. the rest of the world so that they'll like them or so that they'll connect with them or trust them or whatever so much energy and effort taking care of our stuff and our image that when somebody like that comes into our into our space it's like oh, they're judging me right mm. and they might see what i don't want them to see and and it occurred to me in that instant that that's why people were probably asking me when do you turn off or when do you, you know, I'll deal with you when you stop doing that because I'll feel safe. And in reality, what I ended up saying was what people don't know. Oh, that was the question. What do people not know about you? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what people don't know is that what I'm scanning for are the goods, the good goods, wow. the beauty in them. Like I can see people's brilliance and it makes me so happy. Yes. And I want to help facilitate that brilliance coming into the world because that's what they came for. Correct. I mean, if I can help them even a little bit, to, to come forward like that's what i'm actually scanning for Correct. yeah sure i'm looking for things that that are that maybe aren't quite right for solutions because i'm solution oriented right Correct. it's like what's not quite right and how can i help facilitate a solution for that but not for bad reasons not for judgmental reasons not Correct. for where can i tear somebody apart because i just saw behind the you know the, the wizard of oz curtain thing going on that that is not my personality. And so it suddenly kind of connected for me. Like, I get it. I get how people get uncomfortable with that. But if they only knew Correct. that I'm actually Correct. looking for their beauty and their brilliance, and that's what I'm focusing on, right? Wow. So that's the awareness piece. When I say the word awareness, that's, that's kind of okay. what I mean is, is having this looking with 
bright eyes, you know, as we do as children and curiosity and interest, right, into the Mm -hmm. world. And yet also what I'm learning is how can you see things so clearly and not necessary and hold neutral space for them? In other words, the I don't know mind. You can see, like I see agendas going on right now out there in the world. And I could get really conspiracy theorist on, you know, myself with that and like, ooh, where do I think this is going? Mm-hmm. But I don't choose to. I choose to be like, okay, that's what I feel I see, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mm. don't ultimately know what's going to happen, what's truly going on, what I don't. So I will hold that awareness loosely, right? You, you know, and, and it's okay not to know. It's so okay not to know. You know, I used to, the immature me, still am, but I think I'm slightly mature, <laughs> uh, more mature than then. I, I would cringe if I was on a, when I was doing a presentation. Um, I would cringe before time, thinking someone's going to be in here who knows more than I do. And when they ask me the question, I'll be like, and guess what? All through, nothing would happen in such a way. And then it finally hit me. If this does happen, and it happened, it has happened numerous times, and it will happen so many more times. Owen Ford, do you know that? No, I don't. But give me a few minutes or give me a couple of days. I will get the answer for you. I will research it, get the answer for you and uh, get back to you. Give me your email, your number, or or the fact that you asked this question, you have an idea. So what are your thoughts, right? And then here, here is where collaboration and discovery comes into play. It's me faking it. If, I'm, if I fake it and lie, there's so much less respect for me than me admitting that, hey, I don't, and right, right here in this home, I, I have a prayer, and I tell, I say, uh, Father, <laughs> I don't know how to be a good husband. <laughs> I don't know how to be a good dad. I don't know how to be a good friend. I don't, because give this flesh chance, <laughs> this flesh will run wild, right? Uh, and I and I say, you know, God, just I just ask you to just to just help me in 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 doing this. And you know, I'm, I'm saying this to you. And on in a couple of days, Verlin and I will be having our 20th wedding anniversary, right? And I remember when we first started, it was let's just take it one day at a time. Let's just take it one day at a time. Divorce is not the answer. Let's just, let's just do it one day at a time and see where it leads us, right? And during this time, during this, this time of uncertainty where you don't know, it's okay not to know. There were periods in, in, in I'm pretty sure in your life, but in mine, where I, I didn't live with a vision for a year or five or 10 I didn't live with a vision for 24 hours. I didn't live with a vision for um, one hour. I live with a vision of one breath. And it's okay to have the one breath vision sometimes where we're in, we're in a period where we're like, you know, know your vision. Know, know what you're doing next week. Know what you're doing in a year. Know what you're doing in this time. 
it's it's good to put that vision i'm not saying do it right but not because you see other people doing something means oh they're doing something i have to do it but if your vision is to do one breath at a time go for it and one breath at a time is so so liberating it takes you away from next steps that you just i'm alive okay i'm alive and you keep on going i love that i don't know where that came from but hey well and you know it's beautiful it kind of reminds me i did a blog post years ago and it was the differences i saw between expectation and acceptance Mm. And I told this story of, of if, if there were two men, right, and they were, they were journeying through a forest, right? They were both going from south to north. Mm-hmm. And one man decided to journey through the forest through uh, the lens of expectation, right? So he mm. plotted out his journey and he knew exactly where he was going to go. And he knew which rocks to take a left at. And he knew that was the way he was going to get the quickest and most efficiently north. Correct. And he sets off. And he immediately finds block after block. There's a tree in the way that he wanted to go. And it's so big that if he took the time, it would take him a day and a half to get around the tree to keep going that way. So he's, you know, but he's like, but I have to go that way. So he takes the day and a half to go around the tree so they can get back on that one path that he knows mm-hmm. is the right way to go. And then, you know, he's, he, he's, you know, he breaks his leg. And I mean, there's this whole course of events that happen. By the time he gets north, he's so battered and bruised and his spirit is broken a bit, little bit as well because he's, he's kind of angry that it didn't go the way it was supposed to. He Correct. had expectation that this was the way it was going to go and, he, mm. and it didn't go that way. And so he can't even celebrate that he ended up where he wanted to be because he's thinking about this didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. Right. So then you've got the second man. He journeys through the same forest, but instead of through the lens of expectation, he has the lens of acceptance. So he too gets to that big tree in the way, and he's like, well, I guess maybe this means I'm meant to go a different way. And so he follows a different path. He's like, you know, let's think about this. Let's work through it. And, and he, he too meets up with the same obstacles. Mm-hmm. But because he's thinking through acceptance, and perhaps this is slowing me down because maybe something would have happened and maybe it wasn't the right time. And it's all acceptance of what is and working with that acceptance of what is. And by the time he gets to his destination, he feels so empowered and so excited and so proud of himself that he was able to pivot and move and make the best of his situation mm-hmm. that it, what, he doesn't even celebrate necessarily that he got there. He celebrates how he got there, right? Completely different life experiences. Yes. Right, same journey path, different life experiences, and so that's what I was thinking of when you're talking about it. It's it's not always the the what, right? So have the vision, but also that I don't know mind reminds me of not having expectation around how that's going to manifest. You know how that you're going to get to that vision. You know, no, I mean I'm all about creating the crystal clear blueprint of if I make you know, waved a magic wand, what would it look like? That's fun. That's engaging. That feels good. You know, having vision boards, that feels good. Have that and realize that it may not end up looking just like that, but it will always be better than you could ever imagine. Right? Always be better. Always be better. Regardless of what you encounter along the way, Hmm. right? Regardless of the bumps and bruises and the pain arrows that we take and 
regardless of all that, it will always end up better than we could ever imagine. And that's what I hold in my heart during these times. I mean, you know, the week two with COVID, we had within one week, I had uh, just gotten ready to onboard five new clients. They all pulled out because they're like, got to hold on to my finances. Yes. The same week and a half, my husband loses his, his job. Well, it's, it's temporary, but who knows Correct. how temporary, <laughs> you know, that's going to be not yes. bringing any in income. Yes. We also have this massive water leak in our house that's dripping down the walls and now is causing, you know, black mold issues that we have to deal with. And we get hit with the fact that we owe a bunch of taxes from last year because of a switch that my husband did in the middle of the year with business and hadn't kept track of how many taxes that he needed to put in and all that. Uh -huh. So this massive, you know, tax uh, payback that we have, on, this was within a week and a half time. Uh -huh. So people ask me, you know, what did you do? I'm like, I grieved for a while. <laughs> I dealt with my emotions yes. and I applied all the strategies and tools that I teach other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Like mm -hmm. I, I, what else am I going to do? You know, I'm, I, I get to feel my emotions. I get to deal with all of that, but I also get to say, been there before, right? Been there. Switzerland was like that. My time being pregnant with my daughter was like that. There were moments of time when I really, I did not know what was going to happen and it looked bleak. Yes. It looked yes. really where I thought it might possibly go did not look good. <laughs> and it was the mindset that, mm. that, you know, and the tools and those things that I reached out the Lynn Grabhorn CD that kept me from getting a ticket. <laughs> you no, know, all these things that I look back on the story of, a time when I was being told constantly there might be problems with my baby, every ultrasound, and somehow in the day-to-day -day between those ultrasounds, I was finding things to be joyful about, to be hopeful about, to feel like things were gonna be okay. But I didn't find them out here. I found them in here, in and up, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. And that's what I feel we're here to talk about most, is that when we're, I was just saying this the other day, you know, we were asked to go home, to quarantine ourselves in our homes. To me, that's symbolic for this home, this home, mm. right? Go in, you know, let's look in, let's find the security and groundedness within ourselves. Yes. Yes. Because the illusion yes. of anything out there, we're seeing it. We're seeing the illusionary, the government's going to be there and people can't get unemployment. The government's going to be there and they can't get the loans. The government's going to be there and, you know, X, Y, and Z or you know, people are going to be there for us and they can't, they literally can't, they, it's not that they don't want to, it's that they can't. And now what? Mm. Right? Mm. So it's, we're all in it. In yeah, I'm it. in it every day now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, we'll figure this out. Like, not sure, but we'll figure this out. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it, it is, I know I didn't talk about social and you know, no, that's for another day. Don't worry about that's it. Where we, we can we, get we, to that, we, but we, I think we. that the reference is just, you know, again, that's how our, our talks go, right? Correct. That's that's how to go. You know, um, as we with dusk another one, I <laughs> today's my daughter's 15th birthday. Oh, happy <laughs> April 15, um, 15 years old. And the only thing I can think about when you were talking, you, you don't know what 
their expectations, having their expectations and, you know, coming to the tree and, and moving around and it's the journey that makes, makes it worth it. Right. Um, and, and if, if we can stop today and look back, turn and look at that, your past and see, did, did it happen the way you planned it? Nope, never did. So what makes you feel that as we're going through this process, this is another one that when we take go from this point in time to this, when we look back to this one, be like, it's all gravy, right? Um, but I still remember my daughter. So you talk, when you were talking about your daughter, the complications, uh, my wife, Berlin, had preeclampsia during mm -hmm. her, her Yeah, well, that's, that's and, and hard. Both of them, both of them. And Jazz came at whew, 28 weeks. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. And she could, she could, I could put her in my, in my palms and her feet would dangle off, right? And I didn't attach myself to it. <laughs> mm. And I would go to the hospital and look at it. And I'm saying it for a reason. I would look at it and people would say, hey, you want to, I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. Because I was protecting myself in a way, right? And then it hit me, hey, if she, it changed from it to she, if she passes away, the times that you would hold her are more precious than the times that you wouldn't. So then I started to go, oh, I wanna hold her, I wanna hold her. And from 2.5 pounds, she is <laughs> five feet, Six, oh, yeah, five, six, still growing. Um, no complications. And the only thing I can say is thank God that I went through that because it also is my story, it's our story. Everything that we've been through that hasn't killed us and we still live for another day. Um, Tracy, uh, friends, friends of Tracy, friends of Walwyn, friends of friends of friends of friends. During this time, I tell you, you know, keep your head up. Everything will be well. Everything will be well. And who am I to say it? There's a guy from West Africa went through a year plus of war, had to come to a country and, and I still speak English, but I have to speak it with Americanism. <laughs> Americana, <laughs> uh, but no, so we, we joke a lot, but you will be okay. Tracy, last words. <laughs> I want to say really quickly, because that story reminded me so much of my brother's birth. You know, when my mother, my she was very sick towards the last trimester of her birth, and my brother was born a blue baby, so he was literally blue, and they couldn't oxygenate him, and during those days, they didn't believe in, you know, the bonding of the but they didn't know about the bonding of right. the parents. And so they had taken my, taken him mm. away to have him in NICU. And every day we just come back and saying, we don't think he's going to make it. So that's all my mother's getting is these messages back from the nurses. We don't think he's going to make it. And she kept saying, I want to see my baby. And they're like, we don't think that's a good idea. So finally, when it just looked like it was, it's like, I'm going to see my baby. She got up, she had her, you know, gown on everything, marched into the NICU. They couldn't stop her but he was in this oxygen tent and there are little arm areas where you could put your hand in to touch them. 
and his vitals were so weak. They were so low. Mm. And soon as she reached in to put her hand in there and touched him, they spiked. And from then on, she went every day and spent hours sitting with him. And within a couple of days, they were able to release him because he, he, he needed his mom. He was dying because they were not attached. And so I think that that's something we can remember is that in this time of being told that we need to go home, we need to distance and we need to, you know, take care of our stuff. It's very true. We get to trust our instincts as well. You know, my mother had the instinct, like, I don't care. I'm going in there. You know, you can try to stop me. It's not going to work. But she knew she had to be there and she, she answered that calling. And to my brother's side, he answered, answered back, you know? So I think that we don't need to necessarily be constantly with each other to be connected. I think that that goes back to how we first started this conversation of feeling one another, you know, feeling people that we're connecting with. Um, We can send those, Mm. good vibes or whatever we need to do in so Mm. many different ways other than physically and and also to trust our instincts on which way to pivot next wow 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 what a way to end this one Uh, (laughs) you've you've blessed me you've blessed me over and over again i thank you so much for i thank jenny again for forcing forcing us to be introduced i I thank you for your availability i thank you for i think i thank god for you and i being able to just um (laughs) sit down and talk and express ourselves and be vulnerable right and and, uh thank you well right back at you i mean it touches me our conversations are something i look forward to you know, every time. And, uh, and I really appreciate everything you bring to the table yeah. for this. So your, your life, you know, you, everything you brought with you and, and I, and we hope, you know, obviously for all of you guys watching and listening, you know, we hope that this is a benefit, it's certainly benefiting us. We have a happy little party of two. So yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's helping <laughs> or, you know, you just know there's other people out there feeling what you're feeling or going through what you're going through. And that's why we call it eavesdrop. So here's episode two. Have a great one. Take